Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it, and actually going on to thrive. Okay. Hey everyone! It's Trace Face, and I'm here with Paula from NarcCon, and I'm so excited to have you. Um, well, it's a, we're both sort of having each other. <laughs> we're having a conversation yeah. for our, our first time talking to one another, uh, and it's it's just really exciting for me because um, Paula, my client, had told me, you know, I get this all the time. I get people being like, "Oh, hey." check out this person's channel, check out this person's channel. And you know, like you're working and you don't, you don't have like all the time in the world. So, but I really love this client and she's really, uh, she's kind of, she knows what's going on out there in the whole narc community and, and narc, narcissistic abuse support, uh, community. So when she told me to check you out and check out, um, your video, I forget which one it was in particular. Um, I was hooked and this was like maybe only a month ago. And I was like, how did I not know about you? And my best friend, Michelle, was like, oh, yeah, I've been watching her forever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm so glad that you guys finally told me, got me on board. Yeah. <laughs> so, so happy to have you. I'm so happy to have you on the channel. And um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trace, because I've been a fan of yours for a very long time. Um you know, when I started going through it myself, you were one of the people that anytime you put a video up, I'd stop whatever I was doing and I'd watch it. I needed it that much. And you were so just so helpful and so real to me as well. So you really got me through very dark times. So thank you. You're welcome, Paula. I'm so happy. I'm so happy I could be there for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you and I have a lot in common in terms of uh, it seems like you're really knowledgeable uh, you actually helped me recently understand something I had to dive back and, and look into. And, and, you know, that's, that's the beauty of sometimes watching other people's takes of this is just understanding like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. This just happened again. And, and, and I need some support around this. And, and then, you know, I, I, I run into your videos on the hoovering and how nasty they can be and the slandering. And it's like, wow, uh, mm. you don't realize sometimes how the lengths that they're going to go. And I know you and I were talking about um, through email uh, about this pack hunter mentality with, with the narcs. Uh, it mm. seems to me that it's like, it's almost like if there's one, there's going to be more. And, and mm. it's like, they travel in packs. They're like, they're pack hunters. I can remember when I started the channel, I was surrounded by them. I mean, yeah. I couldn't even get into the half of it. I was so fixated on the divorce and going mm -hmm. through that, but it was my boss and it was coworkers and it was certain family mm. members and it was a, a friend that needed to go. And it was, it was overwhelming. It went, and I felt like I only could do one at a time. I don't know what your experience with that has been, but. Yeah, very much so. And I think, you see, I, I think you travel into their energy if you get hooked by one. So it seems that kind of dark energy seems to put you in a place where you you kind of participate in it. You don't realize you are, but you're going more into your ego. Or oh, we lost you. There you sorry, are. Sorry, sorry, just lost you there. Sorry about that. <laughs> you're going more into your ego 
and you seem to, I think you seem to nearly attract that type of energy towards you when you're in that place. So what I, what I experienced was when I was in that type of relationship, I didn't realize that I was actually dealing with a coworker in work at the same time who was a narcissist. And I also had a tenant at the same time, but I didn't know that at the time that I, that both of them were either narcissists or had that type of narcissistic trait going on with them because I was so comfortable in that type of energy where you're kind of, you're not yourself, but you're going more towards what the narcissist believes in the kind of materialistic things and, you know, those kind of egocentric things. So anyway, once I remember when I was discarded and you know how hard that is to climb out of, mm. then, then the person in work actually really went against me and I nearly lost my job because of what she was doing in the background, which I hadn't realized. So I'm wondering, you know, what the hell goes on here? What is it? But it's like a challenge. Once you, you think that the person that you've been with, say in an intimate relationship, you're on the brink and you don't know if you can get up again. Yep. And then another one comes along and hits you, yep. you know, in a very important area of your life. That's yep. your home life, your intimate relationship. And then you're working your, your money, like your survival, your financial survival. Yep. And then, then, I, then I got it at home, you know, with this person who was sharing in the house with me. And I thought, wow. But then I thought, it, if you can get through all those different situations, you really feel your strength and you really clear all that energy away from you. And you can really, really go into your own light then. And it's, that's a fantastic experience if you can survive it. Yes. And that's where, you, that's where these videos and this community, I don't know if I would have survived it without this community and yes. learning about it. I 100% agree. I mean, I mean, here we have, you know, it's been brought to my attention. I, I hadn't been watching a lot of other people's videos for many years now because I'm so focused and fixated on the channel on my own and doing doing things here. I mean, I, I have time here and there to watch people's videos. Um, I've been binge watching yours lately um, because you're just so good and uh, you speak so eloquently. You're just, you're just, you're just such a lovely person and it's so refreshing. It's, I don't, you know, there's, there's some people that, you know, without getting into it, you know, you watch them after a while and you're just kind of like, you're kind of scratching your head and you're like, okay, next, mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's do something else. But you're just so lovely. Um, But, you know, we, we've got somebody out here, we've got, you know, Richard Grannon, who's had a channel now for nine years, nine mm -hmm. years. Uh, he was pretty big, you know, back in the day, it was like him, Sam Vaknin, uh, Melanie Tonya Evans. They were like the, the only one. Mm -hmm. um, the other one was, uh, what's the namaste one there? Um, I can't think of her name. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't yeah. think of it either. Sorry. Yeah. I can't think of her yeah. name. But anyway, yeah. you know, there was, there was like a, a handful at that time when it, you know, I was trying to get information on this after NARC number two and YouTube yeah. was really, you know, uh, had, a, had a lot of information from these folks. And here we are, you know, he's nine years into it and he just got involved with another narcissist, was very frank about it on his channel, you know, talked about it openly on his channel. Uh, mm -hmm. It had only been about four months, but he's, he's ready to shut his channel down because he said that he has no business talking about narcissists when he just got involved with one. And I'm thinking that's, I don't, now I think maybe he's at a point where he's done with the narcissism stuff and he wants to focus on other things, but mm -hmm. that's just to me, like no reason to shut your channel down because it's gonna, I, I don't know. It's so bizarre that this was brought to my attention as I've been saying in the last month or so, because I recently went through a situation where I'm like, wow, I got my, my rear end handed to me in Narkville. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I, I just, you know, and it, it was the same kind of thing. It was about a three month mark where I understood what was happening here. I got the, the knowledge and information. And I think that that was healthy. I think, I think that's about the time that you really know someone. It's about mm -hmm. that three month mark. I mean, now years ago, I would have kept it, probably tried to keep, keep it going or not recognize what, what is what's happening here. Yeah. What dealing with. Yeah. 
So I think, you know, I commended him like, yeah, sure. It hurts, but don't beat yourself up because I've been saying for the last month or so, even though you have the knowledge and wisdom and information, it does not mean they're not coming in your life in some other Satan's a trickster. I mean, it's mm-hmm. tricks. It's tricks all the time of how they're, they're, they're coming in, how it's going to happen, how you're going to fall for, for it. And, uh, I just, mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, we can't, we can't overanalyze to the point that we're beating ourselves up about it, you know, because. No, I think that's probably an overreaction on his part. I hope he comes back. It sounds like a very all or nothing. You can totally understand his, you know, his, his believing he's an expert and believing that he's giving this advice out and it's going to help people. And then he falls foul to it again himself and he seems incredibly intelligent and, you know, in, in tune with everything. So I, I hope it's a temporary thing um, because I suppose if he comes back into kind of humbleness and just say, look, you know, we're all the same. We're all up against the same thing. It's insidious and it's very, they do this in a very clever way. Like one of the things I often think about is that the people that are on in our community, so many of them are so highly intelligent. Yes, we all, you know, got taken down by this. I have to call it evil because the way they work into your vulnerabilities and the way they can see things and don't care and just go for it anyway. Um, So many people in our community, like, look, we were discarded or we knew something was wrong. We, we went and, and investigated it. You know, we wanted to know why this had happened. We didn't just sit around like stupid people and go, oh, you know, this is terrible. So, 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 there's so there's so much intelligence out there. And this most intelligent man who had this channel, most experienced man got taken down. So it just shows, it just shows no one is, no one is, what's that word? Um, perfectly protected. Yeah. No one. Yeah. But we must keep going because the stronger we are and the lighter we are and the more we feel we know, the more they're going to try and take us down. Yep. Yep. So so I hope that he takes some time and he can recover himself and come back and get up again and start again because we need the advice. We need the information that he's given us. And you were saying, Trace, you know, in relation to you go from one channel maybe to another channel when you're on your recovery journey and you kind of go off different channels because you kind of think, well, they're not kind of resonating with me anymore. It's really interesting to get a lot of different people's perspective. And I know we can have our favorite people that resonate with us more than others, but it's really interesting to get a different take on it. Um, And if it's helping us, you know, why not? Why not do, why not search different people out? I think it's a good thing. I told a bunch of people in sessions to watch certain videos of yours. Um, I'll be sitting there trying to scroll through which one it was (laughs) because I've saved some of them. And I'm like, no, you need to watch this. And uh, they they come back. They're like, oh, wow. Wow. I'm like, I know I told you. (laughs) Yeah. You just have, you have Mm -hmm. it. You have it nailed. Um, Paula, do you think I was, I have some questions for you. I'll have you on here. Um, do you think that these narcissists truly view us that we're horrible people? Do you think that they really think that, or that they actually know deep down we're not, but they, they have to make it so that we're such horrible people. Okay. Yeah. That's actually, that's, that's strange because I had a client on last night and, uh, she asked kind of something similar. It's weird when you come up with the same theme, you know, a few times together. Yeah. So I was saying to her, and we had a laugh about it. These narcissists, they, they aren't kind of out there going, you know, looking in a room and saying with a kind of wicked one saying, oh, you know, you're going to be my next victim or you're my target or whatever. Um, and think that we're horrible or nice people. I think what they think is, they, they have a sense, they're very, very good at figuring out who you are and how malleable you will be very, very quickly, how easy you'll be to get supply from, 
and how easy you'll be to control and what you have to offer them. And I think that they started out as young children having to know this in whatever situation they were brought up in. So they have honed this kind of skill at knowing if you're a giver or not. And if you are empathic and a giver, it's very hard to hide those signs because it's just a natural way you are of being. So, so, you know, if someone says, oh, thank you, or says that they need help, you're probably going to be the first in the room to, to offer that. So to specifically answer your question, um, I think that they don't think that we're bad or good. I think they think we're stupid or not stupid. You know, the way they view people yeah. and they see the world as, you know, that you may have often been criticized. I know I was. Don't be so naive or don't be so gullible. You know, if you're giving to somebody, what are you doing that for? That's yeah. stupid. Yep. So, yeah. Do you, do you know, do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. yeah 100%. So. Or, you know, I think they're always looking at everybody through the magnifying lens, like all the time, everything you're doing, not doing why you're doing it, but yet they'll turn around and say, you're, you're overthinking. You're being mm. so critical. You're, you're, uh, of, you're, you know, of yourself. Um, you're, you know, you're too sensitive, you know, and, and mm. literally, you know, we're sitting back. We've, especially if we've already been abused, I don't know about you, but like, I am even more hyper vigilant on making sure I don't hurt anyone. I don't forget anyone. I want to keep everyone included, or I want to fix something if I did something wrong and see, they know all that they can sense Mm -hmm. it. They they know that you're, you know, you've been through so much. And especially if they know what you've been through uh, Mm -hmm. and you've, you shared those things with them. It's, it's such, you know, you tell you, you look back 20 years ago, I never knew people like this truly existed. I mean, I went through it in grammar school with, with certain people in my class and and how they would act, but as they get older and they get more calculating of how they're going to do it and how they're, they're, they're sitting there plotting on how to take you down. I mean, that's just, Mm. it's just a whole Mm. other level. It's just a whole, Mm. I have to tell you, Paula, uh, I was cringing watching your interview with HG Tutor. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was cringing because I, I just, I don't know how you were, I, how you could be so nice. I don't think I'd be able to be so nice. You mm-hmm. know, I, I would love mm-hmm. maybe at some point to, because I have questions for him and Sam, I know Sam would probably come on because Sam's very like, mm. Hey, whatever, you know, you, you got a show. I'll come on and talk. He loves to hear himself talk. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. He's got a show. He'll tell you that. He'll tell you that. I'm a narcissist. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk. Yeah. I want platforms to talk. Up. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tell people on my channel, you know, get the information from them, but don't stay there because it's so hurtful. Mm. Because you just mm. want to shake them. Like, mm. you know, you're doing this. Why? Why? You know, and, and they'll just tell you they can't help it. But you yeah. got a lot of good information out of that interview. Um, I just, you know, you were so polite. <laughs> I don't know that I would have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I approached it because it is controversial. Like I do get comments like, you know, what were you doing interviewing that, you know, oh, and loads of, that. you know, expletives and I'm disappointed in you, Paula, oh, you know, and all this. No, no. So, so the way I looked at it was I wanted to, to take a very whole approach to, to the whole thing. And just my approach is if you're studying something, if you want the information, if you block out certain parts of the information, yeah. you're not studying the whole thing. That's so, true. Being nice to him, well, that's who I want to be. I want to be, you know, respectful and nice. So regardless of who he is, I decided I'll do that. And I also, um, I also kind of, you know, narcissists have talents besides their narcissism. True. So um, I respect the fact that he's using his talent to put the information out there in a very a way we can hear it's very relatable it's not uh, a lot of psychobabble 
it's very hard to hear. And I think he yeah. is someone that we could listen to maybe when we're further down the road on our journey. Yeah. Certainly in, initially to listen to him yes. would be pretty awful. I mean, it's really scary. I remember listening to him the first time and being really scared and a bit, found him really obnoxious. Yes. Um, but later on, to you know, hearing his ex- explanations were part of the whole study of the narcissism for me. And I did want to ask him those questions and see what he came back with. And I did appreciate what he did in the interview. Aside from his narcissism and his psychopathy, I wanted to hear him you know, in his explanation of what it was. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely right on that take of it that I believe that too, because just recently, you know, my client Val was like, check out um, uh, this interview with Richard and Sam. And I was cringing going, do I really want to watch this? And after I watched it, I was, I'm so happy I did. And that was just this week. It was, and I put, I put a link up on my community board for people to watch this because Sam's Sam just nailed it. Like, and he's, as we know, he's, he's a professor. I mean, he's, he's in academia. He's been studying this, studying people's behavior his whole life. Uh, And he's got books about this. And, but anyway, this, uh, you know, yeah, there's, there's been parts in my journey that I had to turn it off. It was just too, like, I'd be trying to like swallow this, just like how do people exist like this? You know, it's so hurtful. And then, but then you're like, yeah, when you can get to a point that you can turn around and look at it from that perspective of, well, this is the information. Here it is. It's clear cut. It's cold, you know, it's cold as ice handed to you on a platter, you know? Yeah, cold as ice. Um, th- there's one or two things, Trace, I'd like to say about the information so that he gives HD Tutor. It's spot on. He does it in an amazing way so that you can listen to it and understand it. But one thing I would I don't like is I think he kind of builds or maybe it's my impression, but I think he builds narcissists up to be kind of more powerful or something than everybody else. So I don't like that kind of approval of narcissism and I don't like the superiority there. And I don't like um, I don't like some of the tones in relation to him telling you. There's two sides to it. He tells you, you know, you have to use your logical thinking to overcome narcissism, to recover from it and not to go into your emotional thinking. But I think that's too narcissistic. I think we do have to look at it logically in our recovery and we have to build a program to recover and help us recover and reprogram our brains. But our emotions are very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we really we need to feel everything as well. So he probably doesn't get that because he's not empathic. So his, do you know what I mean? His information is right that we have to use our logical brain to get out of it. But it's really, I think it's really important, the emotional side. So yeah, because we're we're like left for dead after this, you know, it's just like, you're on your own, figure it out. And and everyone's, Mm. if there was a magical way, I mean, I think, as you know, my, my whole take on this is, is the spiritual aspect of this. Yeah. If I didn't understand it from that point of view and get my hands on people like outside of the narcissistic community, like the uh, the narcissism community, like uh, people like Derek Prince and and just understanding this, how spirits operate, where they go, how they dwell. That's when everything was like ding, ding, ding in my head. And, and that's when the light bulb went off. And if you notice, I think you'd see this too, Paula, like they don't, they don't have God in their life. Uh, mm. and, and that's to me where, what, how this can happen. I mean, mm. when you don't ha- you don't believe in anything higher than yourself. Well, that's where you can be a narcissist because you're never looking inward to fixing yourself or having that desire to do it or, or mm. having the, the desire to forgive a, another person. Um, yeah. you know, uh, Dr. Romani had a video about, uh, you know, asking, can narcissists forgive people? And her, the simple answer to it is no, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they, and if you try to, you know, say, oh, I'm sorry, if you did something wrong to them, uh, they'll be like, you know, good, you should be sorry, you know, and it's, it's yeah, I know. 
<laughs> don't ever say sorry to a narcissist oh, or beg them for, for, you know, to yeah. forgive you. Yeah. That, that, that's a power trip for them. That's ecstasy. Yes. Terrible. And, so, and, yeah. yeah so go ahead. Ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I'm good. I was going to say that, um, yeah, the more you beg them to forgive you, the harder they'll be on you. That's right. They only they respect only standing up to them or being in a position where you've power over them. Then they respect that. They yes. respect that. Yes. Because and they I'm have sure, to. So. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of people you were talking to earlier about about the workplace and how horrible that they can make that for you. And I've got a lot of people I'm working with right now who are, are suffering. I mean, they're going through what I went through, what you went through. Literally, when you're pulling up into the parking lot and you, you're sick to your stomach, you don't even want to get out of the car. Um, yeah. it, it's horrible. And like you said, this is, you know, this is where your livelihood is. This is where you get your paycheck from mm-hmm. and the damage that they'll try to do. Uh, they, they enjoy mm-hmm. it. They love coming in the workplace, mm. somebody to target all of their hatred and misery on and feel yes. empowered and con- in control over you. And in tight corners, if you're working in an office setting or what have you, it, it can be brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a different dynamic um, if it's a coworker or if it's a boss, there's different dynamics. I'd, I'd love to do videos on that actually haven't really covered that or even even with you to be great yeah I know I literally did one on on narcissists in the workplace and like I was thinking in that video I haven't even touched upon this so yeah we could do a whole series of this together because and just giving people everyone on on the sessions will say what do I do you know and Mm. um, and I always I always try to map out there's different things to do and when and we could try to maybe share that with others. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know about you, but do you get to the point and I definitely want to ask you how you got into coaching. Cause I think it'd be really interesting for you. It said too for us to talk about this, but do mm. you, do you ever, um, do you get to the point with, with people asking you certain things and, uh, and you're just literally like, well, you know, um, <laughs> I've been through this and, and, you, you know, I can share this with you and I can, I can go clearly go over this with you and how, you know, how you should handle this. Um, but you, you, I, I found that in sessions, I want to, I want to divulge it all to them because I want to tell them everything I know. I want to make sure they're all set, you know, mm-hmm. that I can give them every example I can think of, but I watch online because I don't want the narcissists to be like, Oh, Oh, okay. I, this, this makes sense. Now I know what I can do to, to counteract that and, and, and do something else. So I always, I always feel like I'm so happy and I'm sure you are too. When people reach out to you for coaching, cause then I feel like I can really get into it. Um, I'm always afraid. And mm-hmm. I know the narcissists are watching our channels. I mean, you know, it, yeah. and I know it, the, the trolls, they sit there, they create accounts all day. They have nothing else better to do. And they're mm-hmm. sitting there trolling and they're getting the information. So it's like, I'm always like concerned that, you know, if I say too much, they're going to up their game. Do you ever feel that way? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, Honestly, I don't know how to answer that. I, it's not something I've thought about. Um, <laughs> now you're going to be thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I think, I think the thing is that they, they, they think that they're so superior anyway that they know it all. So I think that they're looking at us, maybe picking up a few tips, but I think they're kind of poo-pooing us. I think, yeah. they're, I think they're also a bit afraid. I don't think they, they don't like us you know, when they hear this stuff going on, when we're actually standing up to them and for ourselves and talking down about them, if they know, if they are admitting that they're narcissists, because I think a lot of them don't, and they don't like what they hear in the channels, but they don't think they're narcissists. Yep. It's so just they, like my, my ex-husband, he will walk around all the time calling everybody a narcissist. <laughs> well, that's, that's a hell of a lot of projection. <laughs> oh, my God. And did, yeah. he underst- did he understand what narcissist actually was? Or was it just the kind of the everyday term? Oh, you know, you love yourself kind of narcissist kind of. You know, it's interesting with him. 
he would literally have moments and usually it would be followed by he got caught with something. But, you know, and that's when he would break down and say, I know I'm sick. You don't hear the voices inside my head. They talk to me all day. I mean, and looking back now, I have the chills. I know what they are. I know what they are. You know, um, uh, you know, he says every, you know, all all day, every day, the voice was telling him what a piece of crap he is, how he's never going to amount to anything. He's a loser. Um, and, you know, those those voices were from his father. Uh, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, he had heard this kind of thing from his father at a young age or father was neglectful, not loving, not, not a loving, affectionate person. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, he, so he'd have these moments where he would, he'd actually admit things and say, like, I know I, I he, he would tell me sometimes I'd say, I'd tell, I'd say to him, let, let me in to what's happening in your, in the yeah. head of yours. And every so often he would, and he'd say, it's like, I need external attention, validation all the time. That's my air to breathe. And um, yeah, say, well, why it's- can't you find that from God or from yourself? Or why, why isn't this good enough? You know, uh, you know, and it was, no, I need more and more and more. I need more people telling me they love me and they love me. And, uh, you know, so that a lot of the information I got was just from living with him, you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and and when when you know you know, and people that are viewing the videos, they know we know. It's like you have had to have been through it, like you have to have tasted it. Someone else can describe the taste, mm-hmm. but if you've tasted it, you know, and people know that, and yeah. that's why it's you know that's why it's relatable. But you know, you know, it. it oh, go ahead. I say. It, it, it's really excruciatingly difficult when you love somebody so dearly and they show you a bit of vulnerability, like, you know, your ex-husband would have, and they're nearly asking you to help them. And I think that's what keeps so many of us there because mm-hmm. they ask, we try, and but then it's not what they, they want, really. It's yep. Yep. their narcissism is, is who they are. It's really when I tough. saw... Yeah. When I saw the things like his eyes going black and uh, one night I was praying over him and the lamp just did this cracking noise like next to him, uh, you know, and and things like this. Uh, One time I had been asking him, let's go down to the altar so they can pray over us at the end of the mass, Uh, you know, and, and he, the, the time I was like, come on, you know, he wouldn't go, he wouldn't go, no. he couldn't do it. And finally, the, the last time I was like, come on, please. And I was pulling him, like pulling his hand. He's like, he's like, Tracy, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I, ca- I can't go down there. And he mm-hmm. physically was shaking. And that's when I, that's when I was like, absolutely convinced that this is spiritual. You know, yeah. there's, there's something much deeper going on with these people. Um, yeah. And Trace, do you find, like, I don't know, since having been through all this, certainly at different times, I I see you wearing a cross there, at different times, I work with the public, and at different times, I feel under attack, and I know it's not my imagination. Mm -hmm. And the next day I'll go into work, I'm going to wear my cross tomorrow, I'm just going to wear my cross, I need it. (laughs) And um, I don't know, do you find there are certain people that will come up to you, and you can kind of feel... Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, a dog say when they meet a threat, the hairs will go up on their back. Yep. You kind of feel like this person just doesn't feel right. You- yes. The last one um, that was in my life, the first, the very first time that we, that I saw him in, in, in virtually uh, and he came on the, it, the darkness was so overwhelming. I could just see it. I could see it and I could feel it, but there's this, there's something too about certain ones that you feel really bad because you know, mm-hmm. their backstory, you know, what's happening, you know, what they're trying to, like, they're telling you, they're trying to accomplish this, that, and the other thing and not be in those places. And your heart goes out to them. Those are the ones that, that, I mean, that was my ex-husband too. When I met him, he's telling me all about his horrible past and it was horrible. I mean, we're talking like demonic. And, and, and he knew it. He's like, you know, this last one I was involved with, she literally was from the depths of hell, Satan. And she was, I mean, I met her, she, 
this is all going to go in in the book I'm working on, but it's it's so overwhelming of of uh, now. Just like you said, I mean, the few times now my friend will have me come in to bartend and help her her, her and her husband out with her club. If somebody doesn't come in, I say I'll come in. It's the same thing you're describing now. Whereas mm-hmm. may, maybe even two years ago, it wasn't this prevalent. It's it's a feeling yet I get when they come up to the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and, and especially yeah. when people are drinking, you're a wide open portal for like anything to come on in and take over. But it's yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, certain board meetings, I still have to go to I'm, I'm on for uh, different organizations I go to right away. It's just like, it's like, I, I say like, I sniff the nor- I can smell the yeah, nor- or here, here, here's one. Oh no. I say, oh no, here's one. You know, here's one. There's a darkness to them. There's just yeah. like this, you can't describe it, but it's all around them. It's darkness, you know, and, and there's, there, there is no light and, and maybe some of them are trying to get to the light, but, mm. but I think a lot of them, literally, I use the term, the, the phrase, they sold their soul. Uh, yeah it's, yeah and do you find that they kind sorry no you go ahead do you find that they kind of they nearly hone in on you they kind of even look sideways at you and then they come and they ask you loads of questions or they want you to do things for them and you're kind of going you know like I'll just tell you an example like this this woman picked up this uh say phone case and she she wanted there was only one of them now. It wasn't a, it's not a phone shop. She was going to buy it. And she looked at it and said, I wonder, will this fit my daughter's or whatever uh, iPhone 11? And I said, yeah, I think it's the right size for an iPhone 11. And I said, look, I have an iPhone, you know, being an empath. Yeah, I can help. Um, <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> you can't stop myself. Yeah. Would you like, you know, would you like me to put my iPhone up to it? Oh, that would be great. So I put the iPhone up to it and you could see that it fit. And then she said, oh, will you take it out of the case? And <laughs> you know, when you have your phone in your case, you know, it's really hard to get it off. I said, no, I'd rather not. But, you know, because I've got a bit more assertive in my old age and post-narcissism. Um, <laughs> so I said, look, it does fit. Honestly, it will fit it. And then she tried again. Well, it'd be great. Could I, would you take your phone out of your case? And I was, I just said, no, sorry, I won't. And I, I, I exited. Now, that, you know, before I would have thought, oh, Paul, you're a horrible person. You know, yes. actually saying, no, I'm sorry, I won't. Yeah. But here's me saying, push my boundary once, push it a second time, and then feel entitled to my attention and, you know, pursue me. It's just like. That's said, exactly oh. what they you do. Know, you go. That's you, you just you just nailed exactly and this you're you just you just oh my god yes and that they'll they'll do that that sideways tilt as they're they're studying you they're taking yes. in everything and you're thinking oh well this person just really wants to know and get to know everything about me yes they do yes they mm. do so they can take information twist it into whatever way they want throw you mm. into that corner as this is who you are and beyond, mm. you know, and mm. do, do their damage. But yes, uh, uh, loads of questions asking about you, wanting to know about you. And, and you say something and they'll feed it back to you as something else. Yep. So y- your natural reaction is to say, no, that's not what I meant. Yep. And yep. then they've got you, you know, in the kind of. It's so really- sick. <laughs> yeah. Paula, how yeah. did you get to how did you get to this place of like waking up one day and being like, that's it, I'm starting a channel? Because <laughs> like, I uh, I don't know if you know how I did it, but I want to know how you how this happened for you. <laughs> no, I don't know how you you I don't know that story. I'd love to know how you did it or why. Um okay, well, so I started like everyone else you know, in a very bad way in the discard, watching YouTube, thank God found YouTube and yeah. uh, started to reprogram my brain. But I remember watching like you were one of the people that I watched and one or two other people. And I remember thinking, wow, wow. Like I was blown away. And first of all, the information was amazing, but I thought, 
you guys are so great. Like I, I kind of saw you as, I don't know, celebrities, kind of stars, like really, you know, amazing professional people. And I said, wow. So that was where I started off. And then like not thinking, you know, your self-esteem is at rock bottom. You definitely wouldn't think that you could. Well, first of all, I didn't even know about YouTube before I found that they hadn't gone on it. You definitely wouldn't think that you were capable of speaking about it or that anybody would want to watch anything you had to say. Like, come on. So, So then after watching and watching and watching and feeling, yeah, you know, and having a few ideas myself, then I made one video and it was a little bit about my own story. And I made a few videos and you might have to say about nine subscribers. And you think, then I started to think, oh, for goodness sake, what the hell do I think I'm doing? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm obviously no one wants to listen to me. I didn't realize, I didn't realize how YouTube worked, you know. And I thought, I'm like, look, oh, I've 10 subscribers today. You know, the next day, none or, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. To cut a long story short, then these beautiful people were so encouraging. And one person said, oh, you've helped me, you know, by what you said. And then I thought, wow. And they helped me because they said, one person said, oh, now you're coming back in. You have your own agency, they said. You're coming back into yourself. You're, you've got your agency back. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. That's so true, right? Uh, yeah. But, you know, this, these people were me and I was them and we were all helping each other. Yep. And then Trace, I got to the stage where, uh, you know, you feel people have to know about this. And I know there's other channels out there, but I've got something else I need to tell you, you know, yeah. this happened, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then twice I took all the videos down. Twice. Um. About six months in, and I think about, I don't know, was it nine months in? I just took, maybe not all of them, I left about one or two up. But I just thought, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Where am I going with this? Um, And then I started to want the narcissist back. So that's been really honest with you, you know? And I started to think, well, if he sees all these videos, he won't come back to me. You know, you, you know, the way in your healing journey, you go through ups and downs. Yes, I do. And that's yeah. been honest. You know, that's, yeah. it's not a straight line. You don't just kind of say, well, now I'm making videos and I'm healed and everything's okay. <laughs> it's yeah. not like yeah. that. People don't know. Well, it wasn't for me. Closed it, it doors, me. what you're really going through. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so how long so, now have you had NARCON up? Um. I think maybe two years now. I, I'm not good on time. I'd have to look back at the, the videos, but um, yeah. So you, so you, you decided th- at one point, no, I'm going to, I'm going to put them back up. Like this is, then you were, you did. I, I put them back up because I missed the community and I went through other things and I said, I don't want this person back, you know, and I, you know, you learn new things and I kind of, re-looked at some videos of other people and that's why this community is so important because even the coaches need coaches you know when you go through a hard time and someone else's take on it and to be reminded so you know I remember you said before we started off here that I think Richard Gannon went through a time when he said people should stop watching you know get to a stage where they're healed and not watch narcissistic abuse videos I think it's, I think in the beginning, we binge watch them to re- reframe our brain, to re- reprogram our brain. And we need that because yes. we've been listening to crap, you know, for from years, the narcissist. Some of us, for decades, some of us, yes. Or a yeah. lifetime, some of us, yes. A lifetime. So I think it's really good therapy. And then, as I say, I think it's very important to dip in if you need a top up on, on therapy or your community or people, the belief that good people exist, that we set, you know. Yes, yes. It's so, so true. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's hard to know, you know, people, you're coming out of narcissistic abuse. It's really, really hard to know, you know, who to trust, who to reach out to. 
who has good intentions, who has good motives. And, um, but I feel like, you know, when, when I resonated with certain people, when I was in that place back in 2016, and I was binge watching the videos, I was binge watching, uh, you know, certain people that, uh, they're still out there, but you know, the information was crucial. And I kind of like you, I remember being like, well, this is kind of negative. What if these people just had a breakup and they're calling everyone a narcissist? You know, <laughs> you know how your mind does this thing where you're like, well, you know, what, what, what actually means, you know, what uh, solidifies that somebody is a narcissist and not a narcissist. And you do all this stuff and you, you know, what, you know, how do we put a label on someone and how do we determine? Uh, and I always just go back to a narcissist is a person. This is my definition. A narcissist is a person that chooses to have a lack of character and integrity. I do not subscribe to the fact that they can't control it. I do not subscribe to the fact that they don't want to be somebody. If they wanted to really be somebody different, they would. And they do not experience, they do not exhibit empathy. They don't in, in, in a way that we would. like. And when I ask myself and all the people that I've had in my life that were narcissists and they pulled stunts, I'd say to myself, would I have done that to them? And if the answer yeah. is no, there you yeah. go. I, yeah, said, I wouldn't absolutely. have done that to you. I would never yeah. have done that to you. I wouldn't have waited till you left the house and gotten my, you know, and, and, and called over Johnny to have a, you know, to have a, a fling in the house. I wouldn't mm. have uh, abandoned you when you're, you're being vulnerable and having a, a bad day. I wouldn't have, you know, all the things that they've done, um, mm. sitting and plotting your demise, you know, this is the mm. kind of thing we don't, most of us don't understand because we don't sit around doing these things. Mm -hmm. We don't think this way. So it's really hard mm -hmm. to put, you know, uh, you to have you sit there and talk to a narcissist. It's like, it's two different species almost. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I agree with you. And um, you don't want to demonize mm -hmm. people, you know, like yeah. you don't want to sit and have to demonize every, you know, these people, but when you've, when, like you said, when you have seen pure evil and then you recognize it again, it's like, there's no denying it. There's just no denying it. There, there's not. And you know, some people come up with the argument. I think that, that that's a very good way of kind of diagnosing someone that what you've just said, would, would you do that in that situation to see if there's empathy there or not? Um, the other thing is, I mean, they're able to obey the law because they know there'll be a consequence. So they do know the difference between right and wrong. Right. They definitely, you know, they definitely do. But if everybody was to be a narcissist, the human race wouldn't survive because right. everybody would be out for themselves. So yeah. that's why I think it's evil. That's why I think it's really evil. Um, whatever you say about, I know it's very old fashioned to say about a demon in someone, but there's definitely dark energy there. And there's definitely... It, it is spiritually driven yep. and you, your channel and that initially when you're in a really bad place, it's all very well to have the psychology of narcissism, but I needed you in the beginning and I still do, but I really needed you then to help me survive because it was spiritual. I felt under spiritual attack and God was the only one that got me through and and listening to other people acknowledging that it had been a very dark experience and knowing that if, if you prayed or believed in good, whether you believe in God or not, if you, if you asked for help, you got it. Yeah. And I remember that was crucial. Yeah. So spiritual. Yeah. You know, I think that, I think that the people out there that can, can, can understand the spiritual walk that we're on, and how we really are physical beings having, you know, we are spiritual beings having this physical existence, basically. When you can open up your eyes to that world, you kind of can't go back after that. There's no, like, you're mm -hmm. always looking at, you're, you're sort of looking at everything through the magnifying lens too, in terms of, of, you know, what's really happening with people and, and especially in the times we're living in right now, like what is happening to, to human minds and, and, and what is happening to the human race is you're saying like, I, I don't think the stick, well, I know the statistics and psychology are wrong. 
I think mm. we've literally come down to, I think it's, it's, it's literally us against them. And it's people that can exhibit empathy and, and want to better themselves every day, look to better themselves, look to have a better relationship with God. Uh, if they, if they make mistakes, they own up to it. They don't want to be a bad person. They want to, they want to be a good person. They, sure. they want to get to the kingdom. And then you got other people that they'll say those things, but they don't mean it at mm. all. They, they're not, they don't care. It's just that they don't care, you know, and, and then who knows when they will, is it going to be when they're on their deathbed or is it going to be when it's too late? Uh, there's no awareness. There's no self-conscious uh, desire to want to be better or to want to do things different or to not want to be that person mm-hmm. they were yesterday, you know? And I think we've reached the point that it's us against them. It's literally a war we're seeing. Good against evil, if you want to say it yeah. like that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And um, it would be wonderful if, if you know, if when you're taught theology in school or thought about religions or if you had a spiritual awareness classes or whatever, the children were thought, this is the ideal way that we would like to be. We'd like to be good people and whatever. But in order to protect yourself, you have to understand that not everybody is going to go down this path. And that would be wonderful for children, wouldn't it? You're, you're telling me, I mean, uh, that's something I would, I've been wanting to do is go around and talk to high school kids, but even to get them at a younger age, even younger than that to helping you know, people understand not Mm. every, you know, like a, a sort of like a series, not everyone's like me, you know, and, Mm. (laughs) and people understand that. I mean, my first experience, I remember being so hurt with a narcissist in, in my in my class. Um, her name was Carrie. And I remember in pre-K walking in, not knowing if she was going to be nice to me or horrible to me. And I would be like, mm-hmm. and she knew that it would bother me, you know, and, yeah. um, and she, that's why she did it. And I yeah. would come home and I'd say, mom, why is she so mean to me? Like, I didn't do anything to her. And mm-hmm. she'd say, because... Mm-hmm you're friendly and you're a dancer and, you know, they'd have these talent shows and she'd see that. And you're, you know, she just, she's jealous. And I would be like, but mom, what does that mean? I didn't understand jealousy. Yeah. I'm like, no. what does that mean to be jealous of someone? Cause I even remember as a kid being like, well, if she wants to dance, then have her sign up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But you know, even at a young age, you're you're dealing with this in a classroom, and you don't know, you don't understand, and you take it so personally. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the that's the thing. You know, if if they said to us, then it's because maybe she's a bit unhappy with her own things, mm-hmm. and maybe nothing to do with you, but you know, she sees you like that, and it makes her feel not great about herself to kind of depersonalize it from kids because you know, the way kids carry such burdens of, you know, if they, if their parents separate, I think it's their fault. Yeah. So it's really, that would be great. And for us, if we'd known that like growing up that it's, you know, the narcissists always like to blame us for everything because yeah. of course we're, it's our fault, you know, you know yes. we, once then, we accept that. Yes. And, and then when you're, yeah. that, and when you're that person, that's like, that I was where I, I just wanted to make her happy. And, you know, that's the empath in us. And yeah. all those years, I still was that way still was like, Oh, uh, did I do something? And then they, they harp on you. They, they pounce on that, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. and I had to learn. I mean, I probably up until, like you said, just a few years ago, really started being able to say no and just turn around and, and, and walk away. And uh, like you did with the, with the cell phone case. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, and be okay with it. And it still might feel a little yeah. uncomfortable at times. Oh, it did. But- <laughs> it did. I kind of felt like, oh, you're a narcissist. You know, <laughs> I kind of felt really like <laughs> odd. Well, it's but, interesting yeah. that interview I just recently saw with um with Sam and Richard. I believe it was that interview where Sam was saying, you know, they get you into that narcissist state when you're with them for what you're gonna. St- you're not gonna. Mm. You're gonna start not acting like yourself. Just mm-hmm. you were touching upon this earlier too. You are not going to be yourself, and they will get you to those places. They'll bring you to their places of acting, mm-hmm. thinking, operating. Because think about it. Just like Sam said, you're walking around doing the same thing they're doing every day. What's wrong with mm-hmm. me? What 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 did I do wrong? What you know? 
And then mm-hmm. you're, you're basically in that, that dark place. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, it's, it kind of infects you for quite a while afterwards. I don't know if you found this trace, but um, you begin to think like the narcissist thinks and you get very cynical about everything. And I remember trying to shake my head and go, no, that's, that's not the way I think. That's not the way I think. That's not who I am, you know, and try and this person is just being nice. They're just trying to help me. So it's very, they really can invade your brain and take it over. That's exactly what Sam said. That, that whole video is about how they invade your brain and they, you're, you're not even thinking from you anymore. It's not yeah. you, you're them, you know, you're, yeah. It's it, when he when he explained it this way, and you just said it. I don't even think you saw this video. I didn't see that video. No, that's exactly what he said. It's yeah. it, that's exactly what the entire video is about. Is how they end up invading your brain, and and that's what's so dangerous about these people. You know. Yeah. So I just say like this: like we got to keep doing our due diligence to continue to spread the awareness. You know. I just think I'm just going to continue to, I'm so happy you didn't close down your channel and you put your videos back up because you're just, you are so genuine. What I love about you is you're just so genuine and authentic and you can tell there that there's, there's, you're not BSing you, you've gone through this, you know, and, and you're one of those people too, that I can see, you know, uh, you, you're always looking within too. You're always trying to, you know, you had some videos where you were like, well, was I, am I a narcissist? You know, and I, mm, <laughs> we've all been, yeah. we've all done that thing where we're, we're asking yeah. ourselves like, well, what the heck, why did I react that way? Or, you know, and it's. Yeah, I know you, ha- you have to, because if you don't, then, you know, you have to introspect and, you know, if you find yourself flying off, like, you know, sometimes even making a video, if I kind of, if I go out of myself a bit or if I'm kind of a bit what I call kind of poncy or, you know, ooh, you know, kind of, I just try and ground myself and bring myself back in and remember the experience and go back into the experience of it. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and just to be real, because uh, look, no, we are all, we, we all have faults. We're, our community is not faultless. It's just that we try to be the best and good and try and do good doesn't yeah. mean we always get it right, but yeah. at least we have the, the motivation to not hurt other people. Yes, you just said it. At least we have the motivation to not hurt other people. Yep. Yep. 100%. Well, I'm going to, you know, I well, we should definitely talk more about doing a series of the workplace. That would be really, really yeah. great, Paula. And yeah. I just encourage people to go to your channel, NarcCon. Uh, and, uh, please keep up the brilliant work you're doing because it's so needed. And y- like I said, you just recently helped me, <laughs> uh, oh, Trace. A series of oh. videos that you did, um, without me getting Thank into you. it. Um, yeah. but you know, it, it, it was helping me. So it's, it's so cool to like, it's like, we're passing the torch on and in, yeah. you know, but we're, we're all, we can all learn something from one another. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure even, you know, obviously Sam and, and HG Tutor, I think HG Tutor takes clients, but they got to be learning more and more too about what, in it, you know, what people, the victims, the targets of this are feeling and experiencing. And it's, it is to- two totally different worlds of trying to understand yeah. one another. But, um, I feel like yeah. our, our little world needs, we all need each other. We need to come together and we need to put an end to this. Big time. And I really love what you've done on your, your channel. And cause I'm going to put this video up on my channel eventually. And so your channel is trace faces. Is, that's, isn't trace. that your. Yep. Trace, face trace face. faces. Yep. And I, you, I'm going to kind of uh, promote what you've done because I think it's amazing on your website. You said in your last video, that you've, you've made a forum for people to talk on. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, yeah. If you go to uh, tracefaceit.com, you can go to the vlog and chat tab on the left. And once you go there, you scroll down and it's uh it's a discord. You click on discord. It's its own uh, website through discord for trace face it community. And there's the ability there for people to have a safe place to talk about what's going on with them um, we have different group discussions we're building, 
if you have a if you have an idea for a discussion, we can build it. Like it's yeah, there's there's forums within there. There's they call it channels in the Discord. And then there's oh, a ability for people to connect one to one and chat and or FaceTime each other. So it's just a great way for people to, you know, meet each other, have extra support outside of YouTube, uh, yeah. and, and maybe continue the conversation after like a video. They can get on there and continue the conversation with one another after I, you know, we've gotten off or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I, um, uh, uh, uh client of mine who uh was doing was doing the zoom socials that i hold every week he's really into this computer stuff that <laughs> you and i were laughing mm. earlier we we're trying to oh. figure out <laughs> yeah and um no, no, he's no. the one that suggested doing that and i said that'd be brilliant because i had a forum on my website but it was public so you could see what people were writing and I needed to look into getting something different. And he did it here. He, he, God is good. You know, um, you have yeah. these thoughts and ideas and he brings you the right people, right? <laughs> God is good. That is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it happens like that, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. People come Just as uh, we think people. that the, the narcs come in at, yeah. at rotten times. Well, you know, I think, I think, I don't know about you, but I just found the closer I can try to be with God. We win. We win in the yeah. end. They don't win. I know. I know. You have to keep that in mind, you know. We can't be yeah. so careful. What's the narc doing? You know, it's like, yeah. Like, you're doing the right thing and you have the right intentions and you're doing yeah. good things in your life. They can't touch that. Yeah, I know. And you get to feel happiness and it's like exquisite. Yes. So yeah. Yes. I'm going to wish you so much um, with doing this. You're, you're trying to make this full time. I, I want this for you so mm. much. And I know you're, well, Thank you're you. going to get it. You're, you're definitely, this is going to happen for you. You know, I Thanks. mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to want to talk to you, you know. Um, well, best job in the world. I agree. I 100% agree. Yep. So, and yeah. it's like, you know, what stages they're at. You just, you know, it's, it's not that long ago. We were right there, you know, yep. and I know. so thank so. you so much, Paula. Um, I just wanted to say real briefly, sorry that you have to sit through that, but um, I okay. forgot the other night to thank Kim <laughs> for um, uh, sending me body lotion about a month ago that she made. It is the, I can't describe the smell, but it is the best smell, Kim, whatever you put in this body lotion. And the reason I didn't have it out is because I was so fixated on what I got in for Christmas, like the week before. Um, and I put that all out on the table and yours chapsticks, like you told me, are, were, in the, were in the refrigerator. And this is right by my bedstand. So I'm so, so sorry. I forgot. And I told everybody I would show what Tessa made me, this beautiful scarf that she knitted. Look at this thing. Like, oh, look how thick, thick this thing is. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to wear this um, going out today because it is very chilly. And I just wanted to thank you, you both again for um, I, I did forget uh, to wear the scarf the other night. And I and I forgot to thank Kim, who I love so much. So anyway, I just wanted to make sure I said that <laughs> before we left. Um, thank you so much again, Paula. This has been such a treat. And um Thanks, Trace, for having me. I can't believe, I couldn't believe it when you contacted me. Thank you so much. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. Well, we're going to do more work together for sure. And yes. uh, don't forget, guys, uh, go over to her channel, NarcCon on YouTube. Are you on any other platforms, Paula, or just YouTube right now? Just YouTube. Okay. I'm an old-fashioned girl. <laughs> I just haven't, I haven't got the technology of to do us yes when you start going down the manage. rabbit hole of all the other channels it's kind of an all the other platforms it's it's kind of overwhelming so yeah i actually just read an article the other day i'll say real quick that some some experts say just stick to one and try to make that your you know because it gets so overwhelming and i'm kind of like mm -hmm. yeah i agree and then yeah. you're not concentrating on what you want to do like you and i we want to talk with we want to help people I don't want to yeah. be sitting on the internet all day. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> well, thanks again, Paula. Um, uh, thanks everyone for being on the channel. And um, I am Trace Face. So we all face the truth together. And um, thanks again for listening. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs>
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.